In a world where chronic DVD and Blu-ray acquisition disorder runs amok, Colin faces a daunting task. With a collection of over 1,200 titles, can he bring himself to watch the 65 films that sit on his shelves, unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps? Hello and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. Okay, just a little bit of uh, background as to what's going on with this podcast. I have a large collection of DVDs on my shelf and some of them I haven't watched yet. They're still under wraps and I need to do something about that so that I can either make space on the shelf for more DVDs or I can love it and treasure it and call it my own. Mm, yes, speaking of uh, films that are still under wraps, uh, tonight's one isn't... Yes, okay. I don't know what the story is about that. Um, the movie tonight is... Uh, the Boy in the Striped Pyjamas from 2008. So The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas, but unwrapped. Mm. Okay, I haven't watched it, so uh, whether I picked it up at a second-hand store or something like that, I don't know. Mm. But but it is unwrapped, so you will not hear the sound of the ceremonial unwrapping of the DVD tonight. No, that's not making any sound. I'm I'm rubbing the case, but it's it's not really doing anything. Um, We'll we'll insert that in post, and uh, no, we won't. Okay, so we're going to knock The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas off the list tonight. Whether it stays or goes, we will find out uh, after we've watched it. But before we watch it, Thomas, can you please read us the blurb on the back of the DVD what the actual plot line may or may not be? Bored and restless in his new home, Bruno, an innocent and naive eight-year-old, ignores his mother and sets off on an adventure in the woods. Soon he meets a young boy and a surprising friendship develops. Set during World War II, this remarkable and inspiring story about the power of the human spirit will capture your heart and engage your mind. It sounds like a happy and wonderful film, Thomas. So why did it get the M rating that it supposedly has? Well, uh, if we look at the viewer advice kindly supplied by the uh, classification board, it says Holocaust themes. Okay, that puts a bit of downer on things. Um, As... I've explained before, I have not seen this. Uh, One of the reasons why it sat on my shelf for about six years without being watched is because of said Holocaust themes. I really need to be in the mood for a film that's possibly going to get me down because I tend to be a little down most of the time myself. Mm. But um, we're going to go ahead and watch this and find out whether it stays on the shelf or whether it finds another home. Hmm. So catch you on the flip side. See ya.
Oh, well. Mm, yes. Um, just as an aside, I actually gave Thomas a, a joyful task of uh, preparing some uh, uh, little extra audio cues, including a, a new one for our spoilers alert. And uh, sorry, that's the cat in the background. Um, and um, they're quite jovial little ditties, and I don't think we'll be using them this week. Mm, yes. Um, I, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that. No, no, I don't think. But um, I, I suspect anything that is mentioned from here on in is going to be a spoiler. Yes. Um, yes. Wow. Yeah. That's um, completely unexpected and... Mm. And quite a, a twist to what I was... I'm, I'm a bit gutted. I, I, I knew it was probably going to end there, but I didn't know how it was going to end there. Yes, it headed off in a completely unexpected direction. Mm. The, the dreaded uh, twist mm. that... Uh, Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Um, look, I, I have seen some, uh, cer- certainly films that have been a lot more harrowing and and mm-hmm. just gruellingly unrelenting in it, their gritty darkness. Um, mm. So it's it certainly, you haven't seen Schindler's List. I, I don't think I have. No, you, you'd probably remember it if, if you had. Um as far as the genre is concerned, mm-hmm. de- dealing with uh, Holocaust themes, the at times very, very hard to watch. Um, mm. Whereas The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas, I found, had joy in it. Mm. But uh, it, it certainly didn't end joyfully. No. Um Oh, and that joy did not come at the expense of the stronger parts of it. Yeah. As far as, and uh, I'm going to be jumping around a bit because, yeah, yeah. my oceans are a little bit mm. raw at the moment. Um, feeling for a lot of people. Uh, I mean, it was based on a novel which was fictional. Yes. Um but I thought it captured well the the whole meaninglessness of um, selecting another that you can hate and mm. and and treat with pure contempt whether they've earned it or not. Mm. And we haven't learnt. No. The one of the interesting things I found, um, which took me out of the very beginning of it was that everyone was speaking in an English accent. Yes. Made no attempt to to put on German accents. The cast was pretty much all British. Mm. Yes. Um, and I completely, you know, within the first five minutes of realising, okay, no German accent there, no German accent from that person, no German accent from that person... Okay, now I don't have to deal with 
no different levels of really bad german accents and i mean mm. it's an english film so yes. you know from from there on and unless it was in german everyone was speaking german with subtitles mm. it would have been an extra level of unrealism to get the realism i guess mm. yeah it took me about five minutes before I, I fully accepted that and in a lot of ways it made it more you know the this german family was an everyday family yes um it could have been an english family it could have been a spanish family it could have been a portuguese family it could have mm. been it could have been an australian family um but it was a family that was caught up with this idea that there is another that we can blame for all of our woes yeah. and we shall treat them with complete contempt and try and get rid of them. Bless you, cat. And a James Horner score, which I quite enjoyed. Yeah, it was a good score. But uh, interspersed a lot with um, classical music and some jazz and some... Yep. So do you think that's a keeper? I don't know if I'd watch it again, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't object to it being on the shelf. Yes. I I would watch it again with the younger kids when they're a little older. Mm. Um, I think it handled the, the, the whole concept well and certainly opens up opportunities for discussion. Afterwards. Yes. The, the very idea that this happened, uh, this treatment of the Jews happened, mm. um, that causes a whole sense of incredulousness. You know, how could a whole country treat um, and persecute mm. a group of people like yeah. this? Um, and then you realise that, hey, it's happening today. And, you know, it happened, it keeps on happening and we don't seem to learn, but and and you felt that with the the children as well. Yeah. Absolutely made no sense to them whatsoever. Um, and and trying to match up what they're seeing with what they're being told by adults who should know better, mm. um, and and also showing certain adults that did know better. Yeah. And had had enough of it, and and wouldn't support it anymore, and the conflict that was going on there. Mm. So, so yes, I believe very much so that that's staying on the shelf because it is an important film. I think yeah. I was much more impressed with it than than I thought I was going to be. Mm. Um, do you have anything you want to say? Um. Last week we were talking uh, briefly at the end about juxtaposition, yep. and and I think this film has made much better use of juxtaposition, uh, especially towards the start, um, where you yes. have the boys running through and playing along while in the background terrible things were happening. Yes. Yes, and, and, the, and the kids were happily playing war games as well. Yeah. Um, again, that, that complete disconnect from being in a, a world that was at war and 
playing at war was being completely oblivious to what was going on mm. right next to them um, yes. with with uh, Jews being herded into to trucks in the same neighborhood as them mm. okay i don't think i have anything else to say about it um no i'm actually curious to to watch the special features um it does come with a number of special features and including a feature commentary by writer and director mark Harmon and author john boyne mm. so uh, for another day Yes. All right, so uh, let's leave it at that for The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas. Yes. Um, we do have a couple of tasks to deal with, and one of them is selecting the next movie. So I'm going to hand Thomas the phone and get him to give it a good shake. The Illusionist from 2006. Right. It is the year 1900, and Vienna is buzzing with a new sensation on the stage. His name is Eisenheim, the illusionist, and his tricks are so incredible, some believe he is manipulating supernatural forces. Among his doubters is the dangerous crown prince Leopold, who is so determined to expose Eisenheim as a fraud, he sends his betrothed, Duchess Sophie, to the stage as a volunteer. It is an unsettling moment for Eisenheim, who recognises her as the girl he loved more than a decade earlier, a relationship which was torn apart by their different social standing. When they rekindle their romance, the Crown Prince sets out to shut the show down and ultimately destroy Eisenheim. However, while the Prince engages him in a dramatic battle of wits, Eisenheim prepares for his most powerful and impressive illusion yet. It's 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 another entry in the uh, the grand tradition of is is magic real? Yes. Movies. Yes, there there are a number of those on the shelf, yes. uh, which brings us actually to our next little segment that I'm trying to introduce to our followers who listen and are also on our new Facebook group. So yes. if you go to Facebook and look for uh, still, still under, under wraps. wraps, still under wraps, you should find it. Or or the links in the show notes. And uh, join up with that, and there is an opportunity for you to try and guess what films are actually on the shelf. Okay, well, I'm not talking about just the ones that haven't been watched. I've mentioned that there are a number of DVDs on the shelves, watched and unwatched. I want you to try and guess what those films are. So each week, everyone who's on the Facebook group can make one guess. And we will reveal in the following week, we'll make a spreadsheet and have these guesses. And then we'll pick one at random from the list and tell you yes or no whether that film that you think might be on the shelf is actually there. You'll get extra points if Thomas has seen it and if I have seen it. And then we'll multiply it by some random number yes. um, that, that evens out things uh, for those who know me extremely well. Yes. Because that wouldn't be fair. We encourage you to play along. We do have... 
a couple of um, suggestions already. Yes. Uh, I, I'm currently seeing three. Okay, then. Uh, you, you hadn't put one in the sheet. but No, it's no, there. I hadn't got there yet. Um, okay, do you have that list there? I do have that list Okay, um, we're going to use our three-sided dice... Yes. We're going to roll that, and oh, Thomas is going to bring up with a random number. What's on the shelf? You know it's probably DVDs. Two. Okay. The number two. Okay. So if we can have the first name of the person who suggested this. The first name is Helen, and the film they have suggested is Ben Hur. Ben Hur. Is Ben Hur on the shelf? Ben-Hur is indeed on the shelf. Have you watched it? Look, I'm going to have to say yes, um, because I've, I haven't... I probably fell asleep between for some of it. And, Thomas, I'm interested in your answer. I have not watched it. Okay, which is actually half a lie. Many, 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 many years ago, I subjected you to the first disc. Oh, did you just? yes. You have seen the first disc, and you did not find it terribly exciting. You were probably mm. four or five at the time. That is probably why I do not remember it happening. No. Okay. Um, so the version that I've got is obviously on DVD. It's a very long film, and it's split over two discs. And you have actually seen the first disc, but not the second. No. Which means that you've probably missed the really exciting bit that the film is famous for. Right, so why'd you show me the first disc? (laughs) (laughs) Because you have to see the first disc before you watch the second disc. Right, yes. Yes. Um, So, Helen um, gets a point for guessing what was on the shelf. Yes, Yes. Ben-Hur is indeed on there. It is. You get half a point for Thomas having watched half of it. Sort of. And, look, you get 0.7 for for how much I can recall seeing of it, which is a total of 2.2. And you multiply that, multiply that by uh, 0.5 because you're my sister and you know what's on my shelf somewhat. That's 1.1 points. Not greatly. Um, but, but yes, I'm a harsh scorer and, uh, yes. So Helen is now on top of the leaderboard yes, with a glorious 1.1 and she's now cursing my name because I was harsh. Mm. Yes. yes. Okay. Well done. So if you're wanting to participate and try and beat Helen at, uh, this, this game, please go to our Facebook page and suggest... You get one suggestion each week, uh, and we'll add it to the list and use our random number generator and pick another film next week and see whether it's on the shelf. Thank you for listening. Um, And look, if you do get the chance to watch The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas... It's on Stan and uh, available to buy and rent on YouTube, Google Play and the PlayStation Store. So all you Aussies who've got Stan... Yes. I do strongly recommend it, but um, be in a good frame of mind Mm. and be prepared to be moved. 
Mm. Yep. I'm going to see if I can bring up the, the American Just Watch. Because that might be useful to some people, maybe. He's just wanting me to have to edit out huge spaces where no one is talking. Uh, Netflix and Hoopla and a bunch of other services where you can buy or rent. Look, track it down. Yes. Um, and if you get really desperate, no doubt there's someone in your neighbourhood that has mm. a whole bunch of DVDs still on their shelf, Still unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps. Mm. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Bye.